What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we'll start by discussing fake high school teams, recapping poker night, and ranking some zoo animals. Next up, you've heard of fantasy drafts, but what about fantasies drafts? Coin and I will draft all things related to the word fantasy. We know you've been craving some gambling advice, so we'll also reveal our best bets for props and futures for the 2021 NFL season. Stumptown, and then we out! Let's do it. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked. (laughs) And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. Hey! Welcome back to The Rookie Show. I am... One of your gracious hosts, mm. Travis Knoll, joining me as per usual, mm-hmm. Mr. 503 himself, starting at slot for the Bishop Sycamore Centurions, Elvis Coin. Uh, what up, Coin? Time to enroll at Bishop Sycamore because it looks like anyone can relive their high school glory days again. Oh, what up? No. Wow, what are the uh, odds of that? That's good stuff right there. Unbelievable. We're on the same page, and we are same lacing wavelengths. up. Did lacing you know up. that they were the Centurions? I did I, not, but I saw I uh, when they posted the picture of the coach who had the uh, uh, warrants out and stuff, I was like, oh, they got a pretty sick logo. It looks like the Punisher mask. Mm, yes, it does. Pretty I, dope. I thought it might be the Knights. I, I couldn't find it anywhere, and I was like just typing things in. Somehow I mm-hmm. came across it, so Centurions. Um, nice. While we're on it, the you want to talk about Bishop Sycamore? The Sycamore Do you have yons? thoughts on this in something bold? Or just I do, right I now? do. No, 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 just right now. This is, okay. uh, what a what a wild thing to cut. First of all, well, hold, ESPN. Oh, go by on. chance, by chance, our listeners don't know what happened. This basically guy created this fake high school football team and somehow got ESPN to put them on a game against the number one team in the country. And they got their ass kicked. And it's a team of a bunch of JUCO dropouts, like dudes that are older than high schoolers. It's a bizarre thing. So IMG Academy is like maybe the most well-known high school in the country at this point, maybe other than the ones that were on the, those uh, Netflix shows. But that's where like not even just NFL, that's where all the a lot of NBA players went, like Ben Simmons and a lot of those guys went to IMG Academy. Mm-hmm. How do they dupe small-time company ESPN into putting them on <laughs> this massive nationally televised game? ESPN owned by Disney. What, what are we doing here? Is there no, no credibility checks? So, I don't know, but... I, I don't know. Maybe I don't have all the information, but it sounds like they played like a full season last year. Like, K- kind of. Yeah. They must have sort of built their way up to this. It's not like they formed the team last week and called up ESPN. Mm-hmm. But either way, it seems absurd that there were no checks. And then, like, mid game, the commentators are talking about how fishy it is. It's like, oh, it's just now you're looking at it? Right. Right. And well, and I guess, like, didn't one guy get hurt during the game and they couldn't even find his name on, like, the the roster or anything like that and i did see some quotes about uh they interviewed one of the guys that goes to the school and he it's in like central ohio or something like that and they were obviously like recruiting players to come because that's what like the big boarding schools do 
Yeah. And they just like weren't even going to class or anything like that. Yeah. They were just sleeping on the floor in these shitty rooms and like having to go to Walmart and Kroger and like all these places and get food because there wasn't a mess hall and there wasn't like, you know, any way to feed or learn in any capacity. These just chilling. What if I told you you could just play high school football forever? <laughs> Sick. How bad would a team of people like us get beat by the number one high school team in the country? Oh my god! Today, it's so bad. Like they lost like fifty six to zero. We would have lost what a hundred and yeah thirty. I don't know. It would be bad. It would be. It yeah. would be horrific. Um, anyway, Unreal. Shouts Unreal to the Centurions. Well yeah, shouts Centurions. I respect the hustle. Yeah, as do I. Um, mm-hmm. why don't we kick it off with, I'm thinking, I've said this several times, mm-hmm. will be the last episode of Something Bold and Something Brute. And now it's time for one more, Something Bold and Something Brute. That was good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like it every time. It makes me smile every time. <laughs> you do such a nice job. And then sometimes I try to add on to it and I listen back. I'm like, I, I ruined it. I wish I hadn't seen <laughs> So I just need to let you do it. <laughs> um, what are you drinking this evening, Clay? No, uh, I had a longer drinking weekend and I wasn't feeling too hot yesterday or today. And so for this pod, I decided I'm just going to go with a nice, easy to drink Ranier, a Rainier, mm. just a premium lager. It's wonderful. It's quite crisp. I've described the can on the pod before, but again, just wonderful. Every time I open it, I'm like, hey, great can. It's good stuff. White, gold, red. Perfect. That's all you need to know. Rainier, I was um I was glancing through all of the rookie show beers um photos because I wasn't sure if the beer that I'm gonna use if I'd done it before and I don't think I have, but I did mm-hmm. see the Rainier on there before. So it's a it's a pod favorite for sure. It's a repeat beer. I apologize. Yeah. No, no no worries. I've repeated Spotted Cow. I've repeated Yangling. A couple like that. So, any Hoosiers. Um, I, Coin, am drinking from Line and Kugels. Mm. Not the Summer Shandy, which a is line. what they're most popular for. But this is the Lemon Haze IPA by Lineys. Oh, okay. Um, the can's fine. I don't love the can as a whole. I kind of like the green. It's It's kind of got a green instead of a yellow, mm-hmm, like the Summer mm-hmm. Shandy. And it's a nice thought that they've got the little kayakers in the lake there. Um, and I like the font of Lining Kugels. It's a nice logo. It but is. just overall, the aesthetic as a can is fine. It doesn't blow me away. Yeah, it's a very middle-of-the-road can. But very middle-of-the-road. Yeah. I, I didn't even realize that they had like a hazy. That's nice. I, I think it's relatively that. new. I think I had it at a friend's house um, semi-recently and remember liking it. But I'll get more into why I chose it in the something, oh no, later on in something brewed. I couldn't remember where I had notes about this. So Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So why don't you tell me about your beers for the weekend, if you'd like. Of course. No, I, uh, so on Friday night, as I'm sure you're going to get into, we played uh, poker with all of our college mm. friends. I guess you played poker and I just gave money away. <laughs> Uh, I, I watch like a lot of poker stuff. I, I love it. Playing poker with your friends and stuff is much different. I mean, I, it's a bullshit excuse regardless, but like you can't like pre-flop raise really or play the game in a different way. It's just like everybody's always every all in every hand or in every hand and nobody's really bluffing. And then 
I always think that somebody might be in, somebody just always has a hand. I'm like, this fucking sucks. God damn it. <laughs> uh, but that day I had no beers, but I did drink a good majority of a bottle of vodka. You did. And, uh, I did indeed. And then uh, the next night went out and when I checked out a few bars around uh, Portland, this place called Victoria Bar it was quite lovely. Had a nice uh, whiskey drink there. Oh. Can't remember all the all the drinks are named after stuff from Princess Bride, I believe. I wouldn't get any of the references. Yeah, neither did I. Everybody else seemed really hyped on it. I was like, "That's cool. I'm sure it's yeah. really sweet for you." Um, sure, it's a great I movie. Think the I drink guess. was lovely. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, had a nice little. But I would yeah, just did a little too heavy each night, you know, as I'm prone to do, and uh, wasn't feeling too hot the last few days. Yeah, you've seemed like by the end of the night, you were on another planet. That was like about 3.30 a.m. my time, about 1.30 for you. I think Nikki had jumped on to play a few hands for you because you were struggling. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for my beers, uh, two weekends ago, since we've had two weeks since pod, I was back in Montana at a wedding, mm-hmm. so I did have mm-hmm. some wedding beers. I got quite drunk. You Good. could possibly say blacked out. Yeah, um, <laughs> you could possibly say. But this past weekend, yes, poker night. Potentially poker night record, uh, plus $560 on $20 buy-in poker, thanks to Nilo Butler, who threw in half of that, and then Elvis, who threw in a quarter, so Mm -hmm. thanks, guys. Yeah, which is impressive, because before Nilo, you actually held the record for most lost in poker before. That's absolutely true, yes, and he surpassed that as well, so I probably probably broke even on all time on this one. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but on Saturday, uh, Katie and I went to a thing called Zoo Brews, mm-hmm. which is where at the Brookfield Zoo near Chicago, they have all these breweries come in and host like a beer tasting thing for a couple hours at the zoo. And then you go walk around the zoo. So, um, we kind of ranked our top beers at the place. My oh, second place it. beer was the, in fact, Lemon Haze IPA from Lining Kugels. Uh- and I truly think it got a gigantic bump because of it was a super hot day and it just the lemon haze was just so refreshing and it was just a perfect beer for a hot day at the zoo. I think in a vacuum right. it wouldn't have, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have got top 2, but it just really hit the spot. So that's why I went and got these cuz I could not find the number 1 beer at the store. Number 1 beer was the Brickstone Brewery Milkshake IPA, which oh. In the name itself, if I went to a brewery and saw a milkshake IPA on the on the board, I would not order it because I'm envisioning like chocolate or like thick or like dark, but it was mm-hmm. not like that. So it was it had vanilla, strawberry, and rhubarb. Oh, I love rhubarb. Yeah, love rhubarb. Never seen that before. And then it has like some lactose in it to make it kind of like milky, like a milkshake, I guess. And it was really effing good. And so what I discovered was Brickstone Brewery every year puts out. A milkshake IPA, but it's different fruits every year. So, like last year, it was like peach or something, and this year mm-hmm. was just happened to be the strawberry rhubarb. It was super good, so that got my first place vote. Yeah, that's uh, surprised me. I feel like I'm the same as you. Where whenever I see milkshake IPA on a board, I'm yeah. averse. I'm not going for that one. It's not for me. Right. But maybe I'll have to. Get, I think I've had one before, and it was good. I just I, there's something. It's like a mental block, you know. Right. Exactly. Got to branch mm-hmm. out. So those are my top two beers. My top two animals uh, that we saw okay. were the dolphins. We watched like a dolphin show, and they're pretty nice. damn impressive. They were like throwing basket. They were playing catch with basketballs. They would like have it in their mouth and swing their head, and they were remarkably accurate with those things. <laughs> it was incredible. 
Um, and then obviously the grizzly bear, which <clears throat> they had this grizzly there that was so big. And I've I've been really strong on on the side of I'd rather fight a grizzly than a gorilla. I've always thought a gorilla was like way more likely to tear me in half. <laughs> but after seeing that bear, I'm reconsidering because I'm realizing that grizzlies are huge compared. And I think a gorilla they're massive. Now I did not see a gorilla at the zoo. They were they were I don't know their their enclosure was having maintenance or something like that. But anyway, okay. the grizzly was pretty impressive. I know that's uh I think we may have done a little debate on it before about the grizzly gorilla thing. I think I fall onto your side. Just they're scary in the the upright thing. I'm like, all right, but you're like me except for mm-hmm. five hundred times stronger and faster and have massive teeth. Like I don't like that. And At nearly least the as smart. grizzly bears and not, <laughs> the grizzly. <laughs> that's fair. The not grizzly, really about at you. Least is I, I meant humans in general. I just mean like oh, right. they're like this one of the smartest animals. Is my point. right, 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 right. Uh, but the grizzly, yeah, you're like you're on all fours. Like okay, I can maybe like you know zigzag pattern my way out of this one. I don't know. Uh, but I think I I maybe also be coming around the last year or two where I'm like just, grizzlies are. Pretty terrifying. Their hands, their paws are so yeah. big. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and then I saw that video of the one catching the piece of bread, and uh, that was what did it for me, actually. <laughs> I haven't seen that, I'm afraid. You haven't seen it? It's good. Yeah. It's wonderful. Okay. I'll it's quite lovely. It I think you should check it out. When you uh, said... Yeah, that's good. The, the zoo, uh, Nikki, Nikki hates zoos. Fun fact. Huh. Because yeah. she's scared just of something? the animal... Just, oh, not animal okay. rights, person. Yeah. Just like, she thinks it's like kind of abusive, too. It's a little weird. It is. There's certainly animals that you see. You're like that animal must hate living. Like they they had like yeah. these antelope that are in this like I don't know hundred foot by hundred foot enclosure. I'm like, all those things do is run. Like they have to be antelope miserable. can run like fifty miles an hour. Yeah, that's miserable. But some it. animals like the was the Joe Rogan thing about the giraffes. Like the giraffes, they gotta be say. happy. They're not miserable. It. Come on, they it's a baby. I'm a baby feeder. <laughs> <laughs> When you said you were talking about the bear being on all fours, you said, and you're on all fours. And I thought you were trying to tell me that if you were to fight a grizzly, you would be, you'd get on all fours. And I'm like, that's an interesting strategy. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that's, that's what, so <laughs> we did all those bear crawls for in football. It was like just oh, in bear case. Crawls. Yeah, right, right. If you right, had to fight right. one. Okay. Makes yeah. sense. All right, coin. Why don't you give me your something bold? My something bold this week, Noel, is actually a bit of a callback. So when I said over under category three and a half hurricane to hit New Orleans in the next five years, I did not realize it would be happening within two weeks. So that's uh, that's my bad. That's on me. That I will, on however, you. state for the record that we both took the over. So <laughs> I did. I thought I took the under. Oh, OK. Well, the I other? definitely took the over. Yeah, there was. You did two morbid ones. Oh, maybe it was somebody dying. I'm pretty sure I took the under on one. You took the over, but we have yeah, to play it back. We we'll okay. have to play it back. Um, that was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Not ideal. Yeah, yeah and we have you. some uh, like close family friends down there. Like, yeah, they're staying down there for the hurricane. I was just like, why? <laughs> just leave. You should Get say, out. well, you should say they should uh, load up on downloading their podcasts while they're going to be trapped in their homes. <laughs> Make sure you download it before that Wi-Fi goes download out. Download episode 87 <laughs> from the Rick Show. Um, coin the uh, Nostradamus. Hopefully you uh, don't cause any more natural disasters. Maybe I should month. put some money on that. Uh... Oh, wow, I'm blanking on his name. John Cena overtaking The Rock now. 
Oh, yeah. we got to find a line on that somewhere. That's big time. Anything else? Something bold? Uh, no, that's it for me. Something bold. Okay, mine is also... Week. Mine's also very brief, and it's one okay. that I meant to say last week. So now it's like four months ago, and it's it's old news anyway. But recently, the internet started, and something I told you about, started blowing up with memes centered around the idea that everybody loves Brendan Fraser. I did. And, I love this. And he's like <laughs> universally liked, apparently, and like no one hates him, and everyone's like, oh, just put Brendan Fraser in a movie and everyone will go see it. And, like, I've been very outward to you that Brendan Fraser is, like, my least favorite actor in the world. And, like, it blew me away. Like, so I'd like to stay on record. I am not changing my stance. I'm not trying to go with the flow. I'm on record. Brendan Fraser is my least favorite actor in the entire world. So I am not you, rooting you, for You definitely comeback. are. This has, been, this has been a running joke between the two of us for, like, what, 12 years now? How long? Oh, Since we've known each other. So long. So yeah. long. Yes, probably 12. I know. That's, that was one of the things when it started coming up on Twitter. I was like, is are we, this the simulation thing everybody talks about? Because why is Brendan Fraser back in the zeitgeist? I don't know how he got here. Maybe I am the only one, though. I don't know. Do you know other Brendan Fraser haters? I need to find, like, some niche uh, Facebook group of, like, there probably Fraser, is, yeah. Fraser haters. It's just a it's just a sub subgroup under QAnon. I'm pretty sure. Okay, that so makes sense. you're already in there, so you're good. I think Fraser Haters could be a good fantasy team name. What do you think? Mm, that's not bad. The Fraser Haters. Fraser. You didn't haters. like Tennessee. What's worse, Brendan Fraser or the show Fraser? Oh, the show Fraser. I feel like my parents would watch it, and I just did not get it at all. I had no, no idea what was going on. What's that guy's name? Great, great that guy. It's a girl's name, is Lindsay it? something? Yeah, that might be right. Or is it Lindsay or um, what is his name? Uh, Stacy? No. Kelsey Grammer? Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. That's a girl's I'm name. I'm thinking of, wait, what show am I lo- thinking of? I'm thinking of Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, that's Ray Romano. No, the other one. Uh, the guy with the, the super deep voice. Yeah. yeah, the guy from Emperor's New Groove. Yes. Yeah, I don't Brad know. Garrett. Brad oh, Garrett. Brad I, I would have never gotten his name. I knew mm-hmm. him as the uh, Kronk. That's who I was trying to think of. Is that Kronk? who that is? I don't think yeah. that's Kronk. Come on. That's Kronk. Are you sure? Look it up. You're on the internet now. Who plays Kiss- Kronk? Case Cow. Oh, no, yeah. it's not. No, 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 it's, no, not. it's not. No, it's Patrick not. Warburton. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're yes. talking about now. Okay. You're talking about the okay. guy from the Jimmy John's commercials. Yes, that is yes. definitely him. Okay. Yes. Okay. What is? Pat- what I was going to say Patrick Warburton. Crock. I'm sorry. Patrick is- Warburton is his name, but I will look up what else he's been in because you know his face. He, he kind of looks like an older John Hamm. He's got like squinty eyes. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's also the voice of um, Joe in Family Guy. Yes. Wheelchair. Yes. I agree with that. You yeah. know. Okay. Yes. Are you still looking stuff up, or am I, am I moving on? Yeah, no, you're good now, I think. Okay. I was just thinking, I was like, is there any other movies he's actually been in? I don't know, he doesn't really show his face, just good voice actor. He is a good voice actor. Got Okay, that. team, that has been, potentially, the last episode of Something Bold and Something Brood. Potentially the last something bold and something brood and something brood. Potentially. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, I might have to turn the AC on. I'm laughing a lot. Um, <laughs> all right, Coin. Um, we are going to do what we are calling a fantasy draft. But it's not like That's any right. fantasy draft. It's not that right. the draft itself is a fantasy. It is that we are drafting things that have to do with the word fantasy. Yes. And now everybody... Nothing worse to me than, I mean, hearing about other people's fantasy teams constantly, right. nonstop. I mean, there's enough shows out there. The ones on ESPN, they serve their purpose. You know, you're going there for fantasy advice. You're not necessarily coming to us for fantasy advice. You are, however, coming to us for fantasy advice. Right. And exactly. Drafting. Yeah. We are not having a fantasy draft. We're having a fantasy draft. Right. A, 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 not, I was going to say relatable. No, it's a... Literal. A literal fantasy draft. A literal fantasy draft. Okay. I did three fantasy drafts this past week to prepare for this. Other Mm. style fantasy. Yeah. Gotcha. And I have a Mm -hmm. fantasy draft tomorrow, but not a fantasy draft, a fantasy draft. Right. Right. There's no confusion. (laughs) Um, I think we just dive right in. And then just we let people go. People get Um, the premise. I'm I'm sure they kind of get it. Once we get started, you'll get it. What, Mm -hmm. uh, how do we decide who goes first, would you say? I was thinking actually for this time we would... Flip. Flip. Uh. uh coin. coin. Oh, good idea. I like that. What are you going to call it in the air? Uh, I don't know. Y'all call it in the air. Uh, Tails never fails. It is indeed Tails, Noel. Ooh. First pick goes to you. I did indeed want the first pick. Yeah, uh, I thought you one. might. I kind of did there's, too, actually, this time. There's one that I think you might have taken, so I'm going to take it now. With the first pick in the first annual fantasy draft... I would be taking the song "What's Your Fantasy" by Ludacris. Mm, great pick, a great pick. Uh, we're, you're gonna get me on the Georgia Do- Georgia Dome on the fifty yard line, where mm-hmm. the Dirty Birds kick for three. Is that right? right? Okay, yep. something That's like the that. Opening lyric, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dirty Birds, Falcons reference. Falcons Sweet. reference. You know, Atlanta native. There's, uh, mm-hmm. I think this is "What's Your Fantasy" is indeed on his album "Chicken and Beer." Which is a restaurant in the Atlanta airport, which is the Jackson Hartfield. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we've been there. Yep. The only city in which a rookie show pod has been recorded live. Mm hmm. Until, uh, wait, we didn't record in DC? No, we didn't. You're right. Mm. Yeah, we'll we'll record in Buffalo, Buffalo, though. Yeah, okay. All right, good pick. Yeah, I mean, that one's hard to not have that one come, come to mind right away. Uh, I will be taking, with the second pick, another musical one, and that is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye West, the greatest rap album ever made. Wow, greatest rap album ever made. I didn't realize that it held that high, uh, it was held that high regard. So, what are some songs on that album? Oh, man. That, famous, the most famous top to ones? Bo- uh, top, most famous, probably Runaway. Okay. Uh, Dark Fantasy. Uh, mm-hmm. Gorgeous, with Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. One second. Let me get the track list. It's pretty much just like ten undeniable bangers. Is this mm-hmm. is this uh, like a common um, argument? I that it's think the best so. Album? A lot of people make the argument. I think it's pretty undeniable. But it's your uh, opinion. all right. So you got uh, power, dark mm-hmm. fantasy, mm-hmm. all of the lights, mm-hmm. runaway, mm-hmm. blame game, devil in a new dress. Monster. Ooh, I don't know and, Monster. Uh, yeah, you do. It's the one with the really good Nicki Minaj. Or you do know yes. Monster. So I do, yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, I meant to okay. say I do. I, I okay, do know Monster. A bit. I and do then, know yeah, Monster. Devil in a New Dress and Hell of a Life. 
Nice. Uh, that was on my big board, so it was a good pick. Good, uh, good, good pick. Good, good. Okay. I'll go away from music, and I'm going to take with my number two pick the Fantasy Suite from the Bachelor slash Bachelorette series. Nice. I didn't have yes. that. I wish I would have. It's a good pick. Um, it's a ridiculous show and also a ridiculous premise that you can just be. I think the Fantasy Suite's usually when there's three people left. And so it's like, all right, we got to the final three. I guess I'm going to go bang them all and then see which one I like the most and marry that mm-hmm. one. Pretty incredible premise. <laughs> incredible. It's ridiculous. And they've done, you just what, have to dozens be, You just have dozens. to be okay with that. That's fine. You just have to be okay with it. So Okay. That's a good pick. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I've been watching a bit of The Bachelor, Bachelorette. I get into it every now and again. Okay. It's yeah. not bad. Okay. Um, I will also be taking a place with my next pick, Noel. I will be taking the Fantasy Factory from, mm. is it Robin Big then would be where the Fantasy Factory, or is it from Rob Yardick's yeah, Fantasy Factory? Yeah, w- I think it was spun off of Robin Big, so it it was just like Fantasy Factory with Rob Yardick, I think, but yes, it's the same guy. Yeah, regardless, it just to have that in your arsenal is pretty incredible. It's just this warehouse with, you know, a huge rope swing, ball pit, basketball court, skate park. A huge office, ridiculous place. Um, fun fact: one of the girls I work with now used to work at the Fantasy Factory. Wow! How many employees yeah. do they have at the Fantasy Factory? Um, probably like 40, 50 maybe. Ooh, that's pretty good. What yeah. did she do there? I think she was like uh, supply chain stuff, like merch sales and other stuff like that. Let me ask you something: if we and our friends had a Fantasy Factory. And we decided to make a show. Would it be better or worse than Rob Deerdeck's show? Better. It would be better. It would be better. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we're just we don't have that much money. Have you? I think there was an article about this I saw. But did you notice that MTV is just ridiculousness on loop, twenty four seven now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculousness. That's yeah, it's insane. All right, coin. I will say that the top four picks on my big board are off the board. So nice. I love we're to hear in that. a similar we're in a similar mindset here. I'm going to go back to music then. Uh, one that I I saw on Google, but then when I listened, um, I remembered that I did know the song. It is the song Fantasy by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. Do you know this mm-hmm. one? It's like... Uh, I don't da, think I do. Da, 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 da. No? Okay. You're going to have to listen out. Maybe Maybe okay. he'll play us out. We'll see. Okay. Um, that's all I can really say. I don't know any of the words. You, pr- I think you'd recognize the tune though. Okay. So okay. maybe it maybe picked too high. Possibly. So go ahead with your third pick. But it's called Fantasy with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. No, it's by Earth, Wind, and Fire. By Earth, Wind, and Fire. Gotcha. Earth, Wind, and Fire is the band. The song is just called Fantasy. I said Fantasy by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I thought you said with. I oh, you were no. saying that that was the full title of the song. No, 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 no. no. Gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. It's like with earth and wind and also fire. All right. All three of them sing it. Leniency rules apply here. I will be taking Fantastic Four mm. from 2005. Not the newest one. I have actually the newer one. I've never been like so upset after watching a movie and felt like I wasted so much time. But uh, Fast- Fantastic Four, the one with Jessica Alba and Chris Evans. Jessica Alba, what a what a run she had. She definitely had a run as every teenage boy's number one pick. 
In a yeah. different type of fantasy draft? In a different type of fantasy draft, <laughs> yes. Yeah. She was there. Uh, Into the blue with Paul Walker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, blue bikini. Uh, yeah, nice. um, what's, the, what's the good luck Chuck? Good luck Chuck, yeah. Of course, yep. the penguin girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, by any chance, do you know the name of the actor who plays Mr. Fantastic? Uh, no, I do not. The dark-haired dude, right? Yeah, the dark-haired dude. So his name, he's Welsh. His name looks like it's spelled Ion Grafud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's actually Jan Griffith. I, I don't know how they get the T-H in there. It is G-R-U-F-F-U-D-D. And it's Griffith. Griffith. It's Griffith. Yeah. Interesting. That's Griffith. Is that better or worse than Ion Eagle? <laughs> well, at least Probably. he says, nah, at least it's he's worse. foreign. At least he's foreign. Mm-hmm. He can't help being foreign. Yeah. Um, you know what's messed up is that I, in my mind, I was thinking, I was trying to determine how many draft picks we should do. And there was like something in the back of my mind, like there's this, there's like a fantasy four, like we could do like a fantasy four and I couldn't figure it out. I could never think of fantastic four. And that's what I was trying to think of. So fantastic going- four is allowed, right? Fantastic. I mean, I'm going to allow it. I think it's at okay. least worth a debate, but I'm okay. going to allow it. Okay, okay. And then with my next pick, to follow suit, I'm going to take the 1940 Disney film Fantasia. Nice. Yeah. That's allowed, right? For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely um, allowed. I can't say that I've actually seen... I think... Didn't they remake it? I've seen a Fantasia, but there's no way the You've one seen I a Fantasia. You've seen the colorized one. It's it's good. Okay. Okay. Um it's kind of wild to me to think that it was made in 1940. Like pretty, so- like pretty soon we're going to be saying, "Oh yeah, that movie was made 100 years ago." Right? It's insane. It's a weird thought. It's a, it's got that scene where uh, is I assume it's Mickey. He's like trying to clean up, and then all the brooms or the the mm-hmm. mops come to life, and it's right. really quite scary, actually. It is. It's terrifying. Yeah. The yeah. only scenes I remember is that, and then the like famous one where he's like conducting on a cliff. I think mm-hmm. he's like conducting waves or something. I, I'm not yep, really sure. Yep, yeah. yep, that's right. Okay. Good pick, Noel. Good pick. Thank you. All What's right. What's your next pick? Um, just because I don't think you'll have the other one, and I think you will have this one. I'm not going to be taking any more on your list, so just take what you want. Okay, cool. I'm actually surprised you haven't gotten this one yet. I'm just going to take, in the fourth spot, fantasy football. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you mean a game I play every single year for the last 15 years? Yeah. Uh, By chance, did you not think of this one? Somehow I didn't. I feel like I did at one point, and then I made my list, and it just got left off. And then, so as soon as you said it, I was like, I'm an idiot. Idiot (laughs) twice, because I couldn't think of Fantastic Four either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fantasy football, I probably, if I didn't think it was like an obvious pick, I Probably take it number one. Yeah, like, I consider Would it. I rather, I don't know how we're judging these, but would I rather never play fantasy football again or never hear the song, What's Your Fantasy Again? I'd probably give up that ludicrous <laughs> track <laughs> for being honest. It's tough, but I think you're correct. Uh, good pick. Glenn. Thank good you. Pick. And Thank just you. to be clear, fantasy football is like way better than, I've played fantasy basketball, baseball, I guess yeah. that's it. I thought about those taking suck. fantasy sports, but I feel like you gotta narrow it down. Like yeah. you can have those other ones if you want them. Now I will be taking a fantasy sport, but it is a sport that 
myself and several other friends invented back in high okay. school. I believe I've told you about it. We didn't come up with a good name, so I'm going to just tell you what it's uh, or describe it. Fantasy girls falling down during high school basketball. <laughs> and this <laughs> this is a game that when we were sitting in the stands, uh, not enjoying watching the girls' basketball team play very much, we came up with this game where we would all do a fantasy draft of a player on the court, and you would get points every time that she fell down. And um, this is a true story. We would all put in a dollar, and we would all get a girl. And this got so big in the stands of our high school that we were, like, involving kids from the other school, and, like, we were, like... <laughs> Shouting across the gym and like cheering when girls would fall down, and they had to ban it from our school. <laughs> no, how did they find out what was happening? I imagine that your sister found out and she wasn't that happy. No, I don't. Well, she probably did find out, but I don't think. I think it was just something where it was like clearly obvious that we were um, making a mockery of the game, and I think yeah, <laughs> like ads had to step in. So uh, there you go. Fantasy uh, girls falling down in high school basketball. Fantasy. I'm going to write that one down. Okay. I wasn't sure if you are going to steal that one or not. I believe that was when we were still in class A, by the way. We were uh, not okay. class B so ballers this was your freshman at the time. Year. I, think it was, no, well, we, I think it was sophomore year. I think it was sophomore okay. year. Okay. Okay. All right. I got a choice to make here. With the last pick. We're doing five, yeah. right? We didn't even talk about that, did we? I assume we're doing five, yeah. We always do five. Okay. This is actually going to be a shock pick to you. Okay. Uh, I will be drafting a lyric, an iconic lyric. Oh, I like is that. Is this real life or is this just fantasy? Says a shock. Yeah. Yeah, I will be taking that lyric from Bohemian Rhapsody. A song I have, in fact, made complaints about on the podcast. I respect the song as an artistic work. I get it. Yeah. It's good in that sense, yes. Yeah. I dislike it strongly. It is easily my most hated of all time karaoke song. Right. That is completely different than what I'm drafting right here. So that I totally agree. Good. Yeah, I think it's a very uh, reasonable way to put it, and I'm accepting it. Thank you. Okay, so that rounds up the list. Um, and that rounds we'll, out our list. You want to run down your top five, and then we can do any unmenchies? Yep, I'll do um, it. All right. You want to do yours first? Yeah, I took What's Your Fantasy by Ludacris. I took The Fantasy Suite from The Bachelor. I took Fantasy by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, mm -hmm. did I, oh, yeah, I took Fantasia. And then I took Fantasy Girls Falling Down in High School Basketball. It's good picks, good picks. Thank you. Um, and my fantasy draft was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Followed by fantastic wait no do i go fantasy factory next yep i went fantasy factory from rob deardex fantasy factory then i went to the 2005 movie fantastic four mm. then fantasy football and is this real life or is this just a fantasy fantastic just fantasy yeah really nice job uh do you have any on menchies no um the only ones i had were um the song Fantasy by Mariah Carey, which I had never heard, but I, it popped up on Google. and But I mm -hmm. did listen to it and realized that it sampled the song called Genius of Love by Tom Tom Club. Oh, which that I'm, is a great oh, song. Oh, you do well, know that song. Well known as the song. It took me forever, forever to find it. 
It's the it's the um, song from the Soko commercial when he's walking down the beach. It the is big fat indeed. guy. Yes, yeah. You're right, and I, but I think of it as because they play it several times in Always Sunny. So like mm-hmm. some of the scenes where they're just dancing like by themselves on the dance floor, and like Max doing some of his dances, and uh, Frank's doing his like whatever shimmy thing. They play that mm-hmm. song several times. So can you sing anyway. a little bit of it? I need to get the beat in my head. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yes oh that's the song okay that that's yes. actually how i ended up finding it is because i heard fantasy by mariah carey now that's coming together nice mm, see nice. there we go we're all coming together all right and then the only other one i had was final fantasy the video game yeah. which i thought about never, it never played never played mm-hmm. no idea couldn't play it yeah but what i mean it got, got like what 16 iterations or something like that so it must yeah. have been pretty okay yeah, I ended up on some website where I was like listing all the um, like phrases with the word fantasy in it, and like half of them were different fantasy, Final Fantasies. I'm like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So. You know what was incredibly hard? I don't know if you tried this. I tried to Google movies with fantasy in the title. It, completely impossible. Nothing is. It is out. hard. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't work very well. No. I agree. Um, all right, my honorable mentions were one of my actual like favorite songs from like middle school, grade school era. Uh, Fantastic Voyage by Coolio. Mm. Have you heard it? Don't Come know it. No. along and ride on the Fantastic Voyage. Slide, slide, slippity slide. Okay. Sounds really nice. Moving on. Uh, next would have been Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Mm. Good movies. I enjoy them very much. The Fantastics much. would have opened up my my world if I had yeah, just realized yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why <laughs> I, after Fantastic Four, I was like, I'm pushing it on a few of them. So let's, right. uh, let's. One let's per list that. is probably the limit, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what the other one was Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is apparently a great movie. I've never seen it. It's like claymation or something, right? Or like it's, or it's some weird, it's animation at least. It's animation, yeah. Is it, is it Matt Damon? Is it Matt Damon? I think it's um, Clooney. I think it's George Clooney. Is it? Yes, you're right. That's right. But I also yeah, have never, never seen, seen it. it. Yeah. Okay. okay. But yeah, that's all I had there. I imagine there's got to be something we missed. So listeners, yeah, please, if you think of a fantasy that we should have drafted, let us know. Do you think that this was the first ever fantasy draft? I think it was. Oh, you know what? That's incredible. No, we are no, innovators. No. no, 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 no. Come on. I know it was. Oh, the wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on. All right, moving on. All right, coin. We are now what ten nine days away from kickoff nine. of the NFL season twenty twenty one. We did some over unders last week, and this week we are going to do some props slash futures. P's slash F's. P's and F's. Um, I, but are we calling this the what? What we one of our listeners coined it. Oh, uh, I can't remember. Bookie show? Ah, this will be the opening of The Bookie Show. The Bookie Show. Quinn Mahoney. Shouts Quinn Mahoney. He's probably, he or Daniel Sally have the most shouts all time. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure who has the most shouts. It's close. Um, So we are going to each be given 100 fake dollars. Fantasy dollars, you might call them. You might call them. Um, And we're going to make five to eight prop bets for the 2021 mm-hmm. season and mm-hmm. spend certain amounts of money on them. And then we're going to see who wins the most money at the end of the year. Cause yep, I promise yep. you, you guys will be on pins and needles for 18 weeks. Just trying to just see who if wins we came these. through. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Big time. 
So I guess we will just alternate. Uh, how many do you have? Nine. But two, a few of them are like together, so it's like seven. I have like pretty much the exact same thing. We're just okay. like... We're just like us. <laughs> We're in lockstep right now. We this are. is uh, actually... We just renewed our Podbean subscription, and this is year start of year three podcast. Start of year three this week. Congrats, Coin. We're juniors. We made it. We did. It's incredible. Um, all right, I will let you start. What's all right, your first prop? cool. My first prop, Noel, is a twofer, and it is the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East at minus one sixty. I have no faith in the Patriots with the rookie quarterback. Tua hasn't really shown he's been able to do it with the Dolphins yet, and the Jets are, in fact, the New York Jets. Um, so True. those are just three young quarterbacks going against a guy who was second, by all accounts, in MVP voting last year in a team that went, what, 12-4, and four, I believe? Sounds right. Um, I think that the Bills are just primed to win again, and minus 160 seems like a pretty good number to take, so I'll be doing $8 to win 5 there. Okay. And then on top of that, or tied into that, I will be, in fact, betting Josh Allen to win the MVP of the NFL this year at plus 900. $7 to win 46. Okay, fair enough. You're on the bills. Um, I did see that now that Cam's gone, Josh Allen at 25 is the oldest quarterback in the division. Yep. Yep. That's pretty insane. That's nuts. Pretty insane. How old are you, Coin? 27. Ah, that's too bad. I'm almost 29. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're closer to 28 than I am 29. Yeah. You're, you got a few weeks. When's your birthday? Ninth? Ninth? Of? October? Oh, you did it. Good for you, man. Probably. I almost said 14th. I get you and Nate mixed up. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to stay in the AFC with another blue team. I'm going to take Ryan Tannehill mm-hmm. over... 28 and a half touchdown passes at minus 120. Okay. I will be betting $24 to win 20. Oh, Big bet. interesting. Okay. Here's my reasoning. In 2020, the Titans ranked third to last in pass attempts per game. Only the Ravens and Patriots had fewer. Tannehill still threw for 33 touchdowns last year in 16 games. So that's well over 28 and a half. In 2019, the Titans ranked Dead last in pass attempts per game. Tannehill threw for 22 touchdowns in just 10 games. Pretty good. So basically, since his first start with the Titans, Tannehill has the second highest touchdown percentage in the league. He's averaging over two per game with the Titans. Um, Adding Julio Jones, I'm pretty sure they're going to be throwing more. Pretty sure they're going to be throwing to the end zone more. I know Julio had a rep of not scoring touchdowns with the Falcons. I don't think that's a representation of his Mm -hmm. ability to score touchdowns. And then you've also got Derrick Henry, who um, just had 17 rushing touchdowns last season. So here's some stats for you. Only five guys have ever scored 17 or more rushing touchdowns in a season twice in their entire career. Five guys. Those guys are LaDainian Tomlinson, Emmitt Smith, Jim Brown, Priest Holmes, and Larry Johnson. Those are the only five. Those are good so, names. Good names. Priest Holmes and Larry Johnson uh, just had some stacked Chiefs teams, but they were awesome. Mm-hmm. In other words, Derrick Henry is not going to score the same amount of touchdowns this year as last year. So mm-hmm. his touchdowns are going to drop. I think Tannehill picks up the slack a little bit. Oh, and by the way, we have an extra game this season. So yeah. if Tannehill is like 
pretty significantly worse than he's been over the past season and a half, he should still be able to hit it. So, I go. like that reasoning a lot. Uh, <clears throat> one of the things that makes me a little nervous about any Titans-based bets is that they did lose their offensive coordinator, and I don't know like how that affects some teams. But like you're saying, with them having like the third fewest and last in passing attempts per game or whatever it is over the last couple of years, maybe this is one of those changes that actually bodes well for his stats. Right. Yeah, so you would think, yeah, yeah that, and that was kind of my point there is like they, they're not going to throw less, like can't right. really throw less. So right, there you go. Okay, I what like else? it. It's Thanks. good stuff. Thanks. Uh, this one will be near and dear to yours, and I hope you have the same bet. I will be, in fact, betting Waft, the Washington Football Team, to win the NFC East at plus two twenty five dollars mm-hmm. to win eleven dollars. Lovely. Um, I think it's a good bet. Um, I can't believe it. it bothers me that dallas is the favorite i get why they are but come on now come on it's more than anything it was like i looked at the numbers and they're like dallas is plus 110 and or the football team is plus 220 it's like that doesn't seem right agreed agreed yeah dallas gets way too much love yeah Yeah, from the betting public Mm -hmm. all right well i will stick with a waft bet i'm gonna go with here's a double here's a twofer for you Mm. montez sweat Mm-hmm. Over eight and a half sacks at minus one fifteen. Have we betting eleven fifty to win ten? Um, and little sprinkle for you, I will be betting Montez Sweat to lead the NFL in sacks at oh, 20, yeah. 25 to one. Uh, that'll be four dollars to win one hundred. Um, last season, he actually led the waft in sacks more than Chase Young last year. He had nine. So he had slightly over what his over-under is projected to. Um, and then last year, Chase Young was a rookie. By the end of the year, Chase was seeing double and triple teams on the reg, and that's going to be all season this year. Um, sweat. I mean, you can never really believe what you hear in uh, training camp reports and uh, the things you follow on Twitter. But by all accounts, Montez Sweat looks like he's taken a step forward and he's going to be a beast this year. Um, mm-hmm. The league leader last year was 15. Um which I think is a little low. I think a lot of times the league leaders in the 17, 18-ish yeah, range. Yeah, I was going to guess. But it's not unreasonable to think that he could he could go for 15 if he had nine last year. So I'm not expecting him to lead the league, but if it's a, I mean, it's a pretty stacked defense, and he's going to get a lot of one-on-ones. So. Mm-hmm. No, I like the reasoning there, too. And I, I, we've talked in length a little bit on this podcast about, like, being in on the Washington defense, and especially if you're playing in a division that has two teams that aren't very good, I mean, you're getting four games against the Eagles and the Giants and Daniel Jones, who just holds onto the ball too, for way too long every single game. I mean, he could end yep. up with two or three in each of those games against the Giants. So, Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I like it. Um, I will be going with... One we've looked at before, the most interceptions in the league. Mm, it's a good bet, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was bummed. I was looking at the Jameis one. This worries me. If he starts throwing interceptions, they probably call him for um, white guy. God, I'm blank. I've blanked on his name so many times recently. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, thank you. Uh-huh. God, Lord. I've done that a lot. Uh, I just worry that they would pull him. And so I went with two guys that I just don't think are getting pulled. So I'm doing two bets here. Okay. Jared Goff is plus 800, and I will be putting $5 on him to win 40. He has basically no weapons around him in a brand new system in Detroit. I don't think he's getting pulled. They got a brand new coach. They got 
a lot of things going against them. That team's not going to be good. You probably just let him sling. Who is even Next, his backup? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I another, have no idea. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Next is another similar situation, uh, and I actually just mentioned him, is a guy that just turns the ball over incessantly. Cannot stop. It's Daniel Jones, plus 1400 $5 to win 70 on him. He's in a division with the Washington defense. I believe you guys play some pretty tough divisions this year as well. You play the AFC East and the AFC West. Or NFC, AFC West? AFC West and I forget. But, yeah, we play the Chiefs and the Broncos and the Chargers. Um, Those teams are all good. Yeah. Do we and play you're gonna be down South? You might be. Yeah, we do. We do because we play yeah. uh, New Orleans and uh, Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, and then of course <clears throat> in that division you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have maybe Bucks, yep. possibly the best defense in the NFL. So correct. Uh, I just think that he's kind of primed to throw a lot of picks. And plus fourteen hundred is a good number. I think he has like the seventh or eighth worst odds. Like that's just good odds, and I'll take that. Um, I had my thing up. I bet Daniel Jones last year, I believe. Um. And I was disappointed that he didn't pull through for me. Um, last year was a really low. So two years ago, Jameis mm-hmm. led the league with 30. 30. And then last year, the league leader was 15. That's pretty Crazy. bizarre. It was Wentz and Darnold or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I stared down all those odds. I couldn't figure out who to pick. I was, you're going to hate me. I was thinking about sprinkling on Matt Ryan. That's fair. Because <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope this doesn't happen, but. In the next few years, you're gonna. I think we're gonna see like a, a crash year from him, just just from age. I mean, I'm sorry, it's just due. I mean, it's not. It's not his fault. What is he? How old is he right now? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. I didn't mean to say mm-hmm. thirty-two. I mean, come on, it's coming. So hopefully, that it, I mean, I feel like he's very Tom Brady-esque. He's just gonna keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me say. Um, speaking of bets that I did last year. I'm going to double up on uh, some bets that I did last year that I, that failed to come through for me. I'm going to bet two MVP vets. Ah. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. And Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes plus 500. Uh, $20 to win two hunch. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. One hunch. I got my math wrong there. 20 to win one hunch. Um, and Russ at plus 1400. So I'll bet 750 to win 105. Um, last year I had them at plus 400 and plus 850. So I'm getting a lot better odds this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'll recall about six or eight weeks through the season, Russ was basically a lock for MVP. Lock, and then yeah. like, I don't know what the hell happened. And then the probably Seahawks just crashed. Yeah. And then two thirds of the way through Mahomes was a favorite. And then I mm-hmm. guess Rogers kind of snuck on. It was total mm-hmm. horseshit. Um, I don't know. I, I actually feel less good about Russ this year than I did last year, but I think if they're smart, they'll realize that they were also weren't they like eight and one or seven and one or something when Russ was slinging, and then mm-hmm. so it's kind of interesting the chicken or the egg thing, right? Did they lose because he wasn't throwing well, or he wasn't throwing well because they were losing? Whatever. Right. Anyway, I'm just gonna roll with those two dudes. I stared at the list as well, and I'm gonna run it back. I don't hate it. Yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, obviously. If you look at the MVP odds list, the list is stacked. <laughs> Dude, those names are iconic. I uh, mean, obviously, everybody at the top is they're the best player in the NFL for a reason, and 
they all have a good shot every year. I don't know if I love the Russ one as much. It does make me a little nervous, but I mean, you could easily make the argument just like you said. Like last year, it was basically undeniable through six weeks that he was the number one. Yeah. Um, I will actually be going back to a former MVP in okay. Lamar Jackson. Mm, okay. Over 25 and a half passing touchdowns, which is mm. even at $10. Oh. So 10 to win 10. Uh, <coughs> last season, Lamar Jackson threw 26 touchdowns, and I believe he missed two games, right? I think, I think he started 15. I don't know if he went out oh. early in one. Okay. Regardless, uh, 15, and it was. I mean, by all accounts, a down year. In his MVP season, Lamar Jackson threw 36 touchdowns. He is now getting one extra game. And he's in a division where they're probably going to need to be playing all 17 games and hopefully where he's going to be needing to, like, put up more points than ever. Uh, I just think that there isn't a situation where teams are never going to not stack the box against Lamar Jackson. You have to. You have to put eight to nine guys in there and just make him beat you one-on-one. That's what it's going to come down to probably for the rest of his career. So I just think that I like the odds of him hitting 26 plus. That's my favorite bet of yours. I'll be jumping on that with you. I really like that. Um, I agree. So when I said how Tannehill has the second highest touchdown rate of any quarterback, Lamar is number one. Yeah. Just because he hardly throws and he still slings for tugs. Um, But yeah, I agree. It seemed like last year, Seemed like a down year, and there's no reason he can't do that. And they got some more weapons. As it Rashad Bateman, is that who they yep. got? I know yep. they got uh, some rookies, so um, I'm in on that. Great bet. Even odds. Thank you. Um, okay. Oh, and I will mention, the last two years I did bet his over on rushing yards and nailed them both. Yep. Um, it's 949 or something this year, and he's hit. He had 1,200 two years ago and over 1,000 last year. He's got an extra game, but I think I'm gonna stay away. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I think I will too. Push it. I won the first two years. I'm gonna stay away. All right, I'm gonna go with a player prop here. I'm gonna go with DeAndre Hopkins over seven and a half touchdowns. Um, it's sadly it's minus one forty five. So obviously mm-hmm. the public likes the over here. Um, last year he was second in the league in targets, just slightly behind Stephon Diggs. So you know they're gonna sling him the rock quite a bit. Um, and then touchdowns in general are just fluky. I mean, um, you're typically not going to see 160 targets and only score six touchdowns. They just mm-hmm. they come and go. And again, extra game, just an extra game. So you're telling me he can't get two more touchdowns than he had last year? Should be easy money, but we'll see. I'm hoping that this is a year where, uh, <clears throat> because of the extra game adjustment, like Vegas doesn't quite figure it out quite right yet, and they just kind of <clears throat> get murdered. Um, speaking of which, I will be going back to the well on one of our tried and trues that I don't actually don't know if it's hit on for us yet. It's <laughs> okay, that Matthew Stafford. Oh, I looked at Regular that. season passing yards over 45, 95 and a half. It's minus 115. I will be betting 23 to win 20. I love Matt Stafford on the Rams this year. There's a lot of talk. Who's going to win that division? The NFC West is kind of wild. I mean, those are four really good teams. But I love, love, love the Rams in this division this year. I think Matt Stafford's going to ball out. He's got weapons all around him. Um, and I just think that I think that McVay can scheme for him extremely well. It's a guy who can really push the ball downfield when he needs to and make the high percentage passes short. He's got weapons, Cup and Robert Woods, that just make plays all over the field. Robert Woods is a monster with the ball in his hands. So I just I love him this year. 
I'm, I'm sorry to say that it's actually tried and false. We've uh, bet it the last two years, and he's failed both times. But, again, every time it's been injury, which you're, you're just betting on his health. And so, yep. early his first couple years in his career, he was a little injury pro, and everyone thought he was. Then he went, like, a decade without missing a game. And then that next year, I decided to start betting his over on passing yards, and he started mm-hmm. missing games again. So, it's hard to know. I mean whether guys are injured and i think last year he would have kept playing if they had a chance to win anything i think they sat him for the last few games or whatever so um i think so too i mean at the very least i'm really excited to see him get a chance with a new team and also mcveigh get a chance with the actual quarterback so it should be fun that division i was looking at trying to figure out how to um take advantage of the fact that there's four good teams in that division like you bet Mm -hmm. Arizona to get a wild card or something, I thought maybe would have some decent odds. But um, you could also bet the NFC West to um, have the Super Bowl team from the NFC, which I thought mm-hmm. was like decent. But I think it was only like plus three hundred or something like that. So right. anyway, I have a, one bet. more quick one off that, and it is another yardage over. Okay, and that is a guy again. I'm just think he's just going to put up yards this year, and that is Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know if you looked at the yardage totals. Do you know what mm-hmm. his is for over? I do not know. His over is a meager 3,900. Really? Last year, in 15 <clears throat> games, Roethlisberger passed for 3,800 yards. Three years ago, he passed for 5,130 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Uh, has pretty much been over four thousand constant in a full game season since that he's played since then. I just I think he came back kinda hungry this year. I've read a lot of reports on the Steelers camp. He looks like he's in actual better shape. I think that they've found they're gonna find a little bit better balance. They've got Najee Harris. They seem to do well when they bring in new running backs, especially these rookie ones that have like a lot of upside. I know that you were pretty big on Najee Harris, right? Coming out or no? No. Maybe not. But Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, I think he's going to be good. I like their receivers. I like Chase Claypool at least a lot. I target him a lot of my fantasy leagues. Um, and I just think that he's going to put up forty five to 4,700 yards this year easily. And that's yeah. minus 115 again, and I'm going to bet 3,450 on that twin 30. Nice. Nice yeah. going big on Big Ben. Yeah. Um, I agree the number seems low. And so, it's again, it's a bet on his health. Um, I think if he plays every game, I I would be shocked if he didn't hit that. So yeah, good. How many more do you have? I have two left. I have one more after this. Okay, I'm gonna go with a guy who I've been targeting in fantasy, Trey Sermon, running back for the 49ers, over five rushing touchdowns at minus 115, 11.50 to win 10. Over the past two seasons, the 49ers offense has averaged 21 rushing touchdowns a year. Um, you're telling me that their rookie draft pick uh, isn't going to score a quarter of them? I feel like he will. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's assuming they, they are as successful running the ball. I think they'll be even more successful running the ball because they've got a read option quarterback that can open up lanes for their running back. Uh, Mostert has been dinged up a little bit. I think Mostert's really good, but Sermon's better fitted for goal line work anyway. He's kind of a big back. He fits their scheme really well. Um, 
I just think he's going to be the beast. And uh, I'm a big Buckeye guy now. Just all my favorite players. No, are Buckeyes, I feel like you do so. love like, at least Buckeyes. Nuthouse. You sure heard this guy go off about Beanie Wells eight years ago? Oh, Beanie Wells. What a good draft pick. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Over five. Okay, I like that pick. I uh, I'm a little higher on Mostert. Like we like you just said, I just think he's a really <coughs> athletic guy. He fits like what Shanahan likes to do. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna try to sit here and say that Trey Sermon is not very good at football. So mm. Mm. I I just remember him just destroying Northwestern. That was like the yeah. only game I've ever seen him play. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Okay. All right, my last one, Noel, is one I kind of think you might have for your last one. At least I'm hoping you do. And that is a fun special prop I found on Bovada. That is. Next team for Cam Newton to play for. And I picked the Houston Texans at plus nine hundred, and mm. they are that is two dollars and fifty cents to win twenty two fifty. The Houston Texans team is just kind of in a weird, weird, weird place right now. Uh, they don't know what they're doing with John, Deshaun Watson. I would guess he's probably not playing this year. Uh, definitely not for them, at least. Um, who's even their quarterback right now? Then, Tarod. Is it Tyrod? It okay. is Tyrod. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that it makes a lot of sense for Kennedy to go in there. He goes to a team basically with no history against anybody. No, like he can kind of go there and be out of the picture a little bit if he's still not trying to get the vax, which he's not. So, <laughs> right. I think that the Houston is a safe place for him to go, and I expect that to be it by week three. Okay. Um, I hadn't put much thought into it. Um, what seems logical to me. Um, people want to tie him to Washington with Rivera, but like they've had the past several years many chances to get Cam. If they want if Rivera wanted him, they would have had him already. So right. I don't think that's happening. So okay. I could see Houston for sure. Okay, my last bet with my last seven dollars. I'm going with my heart. I'm gonna go with Terry McLaurin. To lead the league in receiving yards mm. at 20 to 1, $7 to win, 140 Um the, the reasoning is there. I don't know that the quarterback production is there or the team production is there. That's the problem. The talent, mm. I think, is there. Um, but he's going to have a quarterback that's willing to sling him the rock, which he's never had in his career. He's a guy that's really good at going up and getting deep balls or, or getting contested catches, and Fitzy's just going to huck it. Um, third year leap is a thing. A lot of receivers in their third year kind of make take a big step forward. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely the best team Terry's been on. Again, I'm just going with my heart. You start to look at like the actual names at the top of that list. You're like, he's gonna pass all those guys. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the receivers not. are so deep in the league right now. It's crazy. But is there a world where Fitzy's just slinging and he has mm-hmm. 110 catches for 1500 yards? Yeah, there's a world. Yeah, there's a world. That world exists, no doubt. So, again, that's with my heart. I'm not trying to uh, talk anybody into that. this being a good bet. But. Mm-hmm. You know what? I yeah. don't hate it, actually. I was uh, pretty okay. poised. I was ready to get Terry in the draft last night, right before Graham took him. Um, yeah. So I don't hate it. I really got to get him tomorrow because I've done two drafts and I didn't get him either. And mm. Oh, man. I hope I do. We'll see. In the B League. My league B ballers. I decided to pass in all of my drafts on Calvin. It's tough. I, I heard to Riley got him at thirty six. That's a little. That's a little ridiculous. I decided to take Justin Jefferson instead. Mm, yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Well, yeah. Kirk Cousins is better than Matt Ryan. I've been telling you that for years. Hey, so. Stop that. <laughs> okay, anything else? No, no, I feel good. I prop bets are exciting. Just if you if you're a gambler, you know, like you know, sprinkle a few bucks here and there. It's just a fun thing to root for throughout the year. Yeah, you've always made the the point to me like you want to see returns faster, and like it is a little ridiculous to make a bet that's going to take you 20 weeks to make back like six dollars. Mm-hmm. But I think the real point of it is like then you just have these minor little things that you're rooting for and checking yeah. on throughout the season, and then you see Matt Stafford throw a bomb. You're like, oh, what's he got today? Here we oh, go. What's his there total? And then you see him go for like four fifty, and you're like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we're in there. <laughs> There's been several right bets where, like, halfway through the year, like, probably our two best ones were Cam Newton over on rushing touchdowns, which was just phenomenal last year. Money. And then we had Jets under whatever wins, and they were, like, 0-12. So, like, some incredible. of those prop bets where you, like, got it in the bag halfway through the year just, just makes you puff out your chest a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I saw so that. I'd recommend it. <laughs> okay. That All has right. been the first episode of The Bookie Show. The bookie show. Um, uh, Noel, do you know what time it is? Right now, uh, looks like it's it's ten thirty-three. Oh, looks like it's like a little time for a stump. Inspired by the shitty show with Kobe Smolders. That's right, Noel. It is time for Stump Town. Since we're talking about props and futures, I thought that there would be no better time than the present to have Stumptown on NFL MVPs. Mm. In the past 10 years, four players have won an MVP with odds outside of the top 10. One of those, of course, is Adrian Peterson, who Mm. in 2012 was coming off a torn ACL and topped 2,000 yards and carried the Vikings to the playoffs. The other three players have all been quarterbacks, obviously. But their NBA MVPs shocks were shocks to the league. All I would like you to do is name the three. I'm going to have you guess at least one before I give you the list of MVPs. I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson. I'm actually going to give you not a strike on that one because he was T10. It was tough. Really? Wow, that's yeah. surprising. Mm-hmm. In 2019, T10, 50 to 1. Okay. Wow, I thought that was the easiest one. I'm going to guess go with Matt Ryan. That's correct, Noel. Matt Ryan, 2016, was 19th in MVP odds at plus 9,500. The next season, he was second in MVP odds, which is much too high. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is much too high. Yeah. This is in the last 10 seasons, you say, right? Yep. So that's, if you want the list now, I give it to you. So that's Rodgers last year, Lamar before that, Mahomes, Brady, Ryan, Newton, Rodgers again in 14, Manning in 13, AP in 2012, and Rodgers in 2011. I'm going to go with Rodgers last year. Rodgers last year, Noel, was ninth best odds, plus 2,500 going into the season. Yeah, He hasn't been outside of the top 10 since he won his second MVP, I believe. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Gosh, then I don't know if this is a good pick. I'm going to go with Manning with the Broncos. Peyton Manning that year entered the NFL with the best odds to win the MVP. Okay, I misremembered that. I guess 
I was thinking that it was his first year with the Broncos that he won it, but Would have clearly been his not. Second, right? Yeah, it must have been. Because if it was his first year after like missing a year with neck surgery, there's no way his odds were very good. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, maybe they were. I don't know. Maybe they were. Okay, I'm really bad at this. I, there's only ten options, and I've guessed <laughs> four, and three were mm-hmm. wrong, and mm-hmm. I have two strikes because you let me go. Um, I mean, I guess I'll go Mahomes. Correct. No, that is right. Patrick Mahomes. That was uh, he had started one game up to that point. That's right. That's right. So I should have known that. I should going into that year, he had the nineteenth best odds, which is still kind of fucking crazy, honestly, that he had the nineteenth yeah. best odds to win MVP after playing one game. But yeah, he's plus thirty three hundred and nineteenth best. All right. You've got two, you need one more. <laughs> um I mean, it feels like low-hanging fruit, but I guess I'll go with Cam. That is correct. No. Okay. <laughs> Going into the 2015 season, Cam Newton had the 31st best odds to oh, win MVP, shit. which is like crazy low, actually. It is crazy. Now you think about it, because he was such a runaway candidate, it was, what, the Panthers went 15-1 and that year. I think that Cam rushed for like... 14 touchdowns or something like that. A nubit amount, yes. Yeah, a nubit amount of touchdowns. But that is correct, Noel, and you have not been stumped. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I appreciate sort of. the slide on this on the strike. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I think it's it's an interesting thought process to realize that some of the guys that you think of as just, you know, legit MVPs that nobody would have seen them coming, so... I mostly did it just because to be wary when you're betting the MVP odds, only twice in the past 10 years has the guy with the best odds won the MVP, and that is Manning in 13 and Brady in 17. But also, it's usually a guy in the top 10. It also is usually a guy in the top 10, so don't be that wary. (laughs) So maybe you're saying betting Mahomes be wary, because he's he's number one, right? Number Number one. one. But maybe betting Russ and Josh Allen is... Russ and Josh Allen, though, very good candidates. I can't believe Rodgers... I feel like everyone thought Rodgers was washed after last year, but I guess... I know, right? I'm actually kind of shocked that he had the ninth best, but people were... I think people are scared to get away from him, which rightly so, apparently. Rightly so. He's a a good player. Mm -hmm. Okay, that has been an episode of Stumptown, and that has been an episode of The Rookie Show. That's right. Uh... We'll be going back to a weekly podcast. Ah, weekly pods. So, and I will be at a live football game on Thursday. So that's sick. What what type? Uh, College. It will be Minnesota Ohio State. Oh, that's right. Maybe you've heard of them. I have heard of them. I have a flight in less than twelve hours. So, Uh, oh, this Thursday. That's like that's like soon Thursday. Yeah. Oh, very soon. That's recent. (laughs) Yeah. So that's recent. Poor R.I.P. Whitest kids you know guy. That's what yeah. I'm quoting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name, but yes, R.I.P. to him. I also will be. Yeah, I'll be in the Midwest this Thursday. Or I was going to say we're going to be close. You're going to be relatively close. I will be. Mm-hmm. No, I will not be there in a couple of weeks. I'm going to go up to Milwaukee. See my little Nice. Uh, but yeah, and then we're going to Buffalo in a few weeks. It's going to be. It's going to be a fun season, for sure. Next week um, we'll do Week One picks. Mm-hmm. What else? We'll see. We'll see something else. A brand new, no no more something bold, something brewed, something new. We will have a new intro segment for you. We don't know what Mm -hmm. it is yet. We're workshopping some things. 
also wanted to tell you that Nikki's mom did bring some Nuglaroos spotted cow for us back oh. to her house. So I will be having spotted cow this weekend. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. Why would mm-hmm. she? Wait, it's only in Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. Is they she like, uh, do you know Door County in Wisconsin? Yeah, actually, somebody was just talking about that, like, today. Yeah, that's where, like, it's, like, her mom's favorite place in the world. Okay, so. nice. Yeah. All right, uh, where can they follow you, Coin? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at um, the Cream Felon on Twitter. You can follow me at C. Travis Knoll on Instagram. C, mm-hmm. of course, stands for... Catastrophe. I feel like I've done that before. I need to. I need to think all, of better it's, C it's words. Okay. Car. It stands for car, as in Derek Carr. T- car trash. That was the first. Right. That was the first C name I saw on my screen. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. That'll do play it. Us out. Gonna... Oh yeah. Yeah. Who's gonna Wait, play what? us out? Um. What's the song we were talking about? The. Oh. Uh. The Tom Tom Club or something. What was it? Tom Tom Club. What's the song called? It is called Genius. Genius, Genius of Love. Genius of Love by the Tom Tom Club. Genius of Love. Play us out, Tom Tom Club. Yeah. And we'll dance oh, it out. Right. We'll dance it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, right. everybody. See you. Peace.